This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber with the Three Amigos. And actually, in episode number two, we are taking suggestions. Yes, all three of us are a part of my Outstanding Real Estate course, part of the Facebook group. And question or topic number two comes from the Facebook group. But let's welcome the guys to the show first. Matt, how are you? I'm doing awesome, Mike. Awesome. And Dion? Howdy, Mike. Ready for round two? Yes. Round two is going to be much better than round one. I got it all out of my system, so we're just going to let that go. So round two is really about when when did we reach financial independence? What was that transaction? Do we remember it? What was different? Uh, and again, this question really came or topic came from the uh, Facebook group, uh, private Facebook group we are all a part of. So Matt, I'll have you go first. Um, so mine's really short. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally don't remember. Yeah, I, uh, I was so heads down. And so, so I know we always talk about kind of software careers and things like that. But the most fun thing for me was, I got to be honest, I didn't look at my paycheck at the end of the month. I only looked at where I was on the board. There you go. So that was it for me. Like, I was just like, okay, what did I acquire? Okay, look at my spreadsheet. Okay, these are the numbers. All right, we got the unit rented. Okay, we got it. You rehabbed and blah, blah, blah. I don't think I actually started looking at my monthlies until I was, oh man, probably like 25 or 30,000 bucks a month. I don't yeah. think, and you know, that was, I don't know, probably 10 years ago or so, yeah. but yeah, it's been, or yeah, probably eight, nine, 10 years ago. But yeah, it was, for me, it was, it was literally not like I could point to a transaction. I literally, when Dean and I had talked about it, I was like, I literally had to do like a little bit of forensic accounting, kind of go backwards and go. When could I have quit? And yeah. now I won't do it just because I'm too afraid that I could have realized I should have done it like 10 years ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and, had, and had months of Saturdays like somebody here. Yeah, yeah. Every day Saturday. Every day Saturday. How about you, Dion? Do you, I, I bet you know the, the trend. Oh, I know he knows. <laughs> I, I love when you're doing your morning updates, Mike, because every now and then just I could watch your face, try to figure out what day is it. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yes. I actually think, who am I interviewing at 8 a.m.? That's how I know what day That's it is. how you know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> So I set a goal of financial freedom of $5,000 a month in passive income oh, nice. or rental profit, maybe not passive as just a number out of the air. Mm -hmm. and, and most people think I need a million dollars or $2 million and then I'm financially free. And to me, that's not how it works. No. How much money will come in next month if I don't work? And is it more than what I spend? Exactly. And so mentally I said $5,000 a month, nice round number. Yeah. I had a single family house and three duplexes. And, it, and so my, my strategy shifted over time. It, originally, I was going to have four mortgages. And since large banks limited you to four, I was going to stay there mm. and then pay one off and then find another rental and then pay one off and find another rental. I've now shifted to 10 mortgages because rates drop so much, it doesn't make sense to pay off a mortgage. So when I get to 10, I will either go commercial or start paying one off and repeating. Okay. So I paid one off. And when I paid, made that final payment on the single family house, and I looked at my cash flow, I realized I was making $100 more a month than I was when I was a police officer. 
without having to get out of bed. And I was house hacking. So now I didn't have a mortgage payment. So I was financially free making that last payment on nice. the fourth rental property. So in your book, you talk about get to four, it's life-changing. For me, it was get to four. Once one was paid off, once I had one without a mortgage, I could never work again in my life and live as well or better than I was living when I was a police officer without having to work. That is awesome. Um, and now I'm multiples of that just because it's too easy to stop. Um, but I'm curious, when did it happen for you? So my journey, um, actually, so I've thought about this a little bit. It, it kind of breaks down into a couple, couple of distinct chunks. So first off, kind of like Matt talked about, I, I set a target. Or actually, it was you, Dion. You said you had five grand. So my first number was 10 grand. And again, today, I would tell you that your number of five grand and my number of 10 grand were just bold-faced, lazy numbers. They had no reality. <laughs> they weren't tied to anything. I didn't do any homework. I picked it because it sounded good. I had no idea. Now I tell people, do the math because it's not 10 grand. It's not five grand. A, it could be 12,200 and you're shooting too low. Or it could be 6,787 and you're too high, right? So do the math. But first, I was lazy. I didn't know. That was the first thing. Um, so we, we go, th so we start in to December of 02. We, we run up, we do 1031s, we go from 8 to 80. We're, we're, in, we're in the depth of the crash now, it's 2010. We're well over 100 units, uh, but we're, we're buying almost every month. And suddenly something happened, right? We were feeding our properties because we were doing big rehabs, right? When you were buying junk that was foreclosed on, it wasn't in great condition. So you were spending 10, 15, 18 grand easy. And suddenly I realized, honey, we didn't take any money out of our account and move it over to this account in like six months. She's like, oh yeah, we, have, we haven't had to do that for a while. Because again, I found deals. I did my day job, found deals and secure, you know, private money. I didn't, her, her job was the dailies, right? She had a much more detailed understanding of the numbers. But when I looked at my account, I'm like, where's the transfer, right? We didn't, we, we didn't do it. We didn't. Yeah, so that was the time, that was the first time I had an inkling that, you know what, if we stopped buying junk, we'd probably be okay. Of course, I wasn't gonna stop buying junk, but it, that was the first time it hit me like, oh, this is different. So then we fast forward, Wall Street, Wall Street hedge funds come in, they start buying everything, we can't get any deals, the market bottoms, the market starts coming back and we start buying a lot less. Now money starts showing up. Again, we haven't taken anything from our, work, our working account versus all our other you know, LLC accounts and all of that. And um, so Olivia, Olivia says that she wants to retire. And like, I think it could work, but we weren't sure. So what we did, it was either a year or six months. We took her check and we put it in yet another account, never to touch. So we tested it. We ran a theory. And sure enough, we didn't need it. So she was out. That was seven years ago. That was probably 2014, probably 2014. So long about those lines, I probably could have been done. But as I said in my book, I loved my job. I had done my job for free um, until the day. It didn't work, right? Kind of three strikes, right? Wrong boss, wrong number, wrong product. I went to work thinking I was going to have a great year and left that day. So um, yeah, I guess what I'll tell you is it's, um, I never looked at it that closely. I knew I was doing good work. I knew that every deal was better than the last deal, which was a big deal for me. 
Um, but yeah, it's it was mon- it was literally monopoly uh, the last five years. Just greenhouses, red hotels, greenhouses, red hotels. So well, there's there's two things the, with the way you looked at it, Mike. One, the first one is genius. You didn't know what your cash flow was that would replace your cost of living expenses because as you were growing your business, everything that came in was spent buying the next, you said, uh, what was your term? Junk, Junk. So that you could build it and make it better, right? Mm-hmm. And so the money was just being re-rolled into the business. Snowball. So that it got it. to the point mm-hmm. where you didn't need to and you didn't need to work. Most people think I'm going to get that cash flowing asset because if I had $400 a month coming in from a rental, I could have a nicer car. Yeah, no. Not that rental leads you to the next rental sooner. And the second thing, you said you loved your job so much you would do it for free. One of my favorite quotes is, and I hope my boss is listening. <laughs> I love my job so much I wouldn't do it for free, but it's the only one I would ever do for money. Ooh. Yeah, I'd have done mine for free. I, I would have. I loved it. I love the mental challenge of trying to take a product from zero to hero. That was fun. And you got paid really well to do it. So, yeah, I, I if I had to guess the pro, I, I don't know which one it was. It was probably one of our apartments that we bought during the crash that kind of put us over the edge. But I'm just wild ass guessing at this point. I just, when you get in it, you don't think about it that much because I was always on to the next deal, right? I had a 60 to 70 hour day job. I was trying to find deals. I mean, I don't know if that sounds arrogant or not. It's just the truth. I, I wasn't tracking it that closely. Same thing. Same exact thing. It was 70, 80 hours a week. I was working for the software company. And so the little time that I got before I fell asleep was I'd look at my market, try to understand what was going on, get the next trade, get the next moving and just try and find to get the next one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love being lazy. Mine was buy a place every other year and just be done. Think about it. (laughs) So I'm going to flip the tables on the viewers. If I could, this was a question that came from the Facebook group. In the comments below, please just take a few minutes. What is your fine number or when did you hit fi? Let us know what your story is. And do me a favor, folks. Don't leave a round number like we admitted to being five or 10,000. <laughs> do the math. I want to see numbers like 3,674. That's a real number. Yeah. 5,000 for Dion, 10,000 for me is lazy. Don't be lazy. All right, guys, how can we find them? Uh, Dion, how can they find you? Easiest way to get a hold of me is... Leave a comment here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. I try to answer every comment, even the negative ones. <laughs> Fair enough. And Matt? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube, lumberjacklandlord.com. And then also our Sunday live stream, 11 a.m. I know that it works. I tested it. <laughs> yeah. It's verified. And so I know we're rolling. We are rolling. We are rolling coal, 11 yeah. a.m. Eastern. On Sunday, Eastern. Yes. yes. 8 a.m. Very cool, guys. Thank you very much. I look forward to number three. Thanks again. Thanks, Mike.